presented by Wells Fargo. Hey, good morning, playbookers. I'm Rogu Manavolin. It's a Wednesday. In today's show, why Friday's shutdown showdown is about to get real. This is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Multiple GOP sources told Playbook that Republicans on both sides of the Capitol are privately plotting to force a government shutdown this Friday. The reason? An effort to defund the Biden administration's vaccine mandate on the private sector. The plan is to object to quick consideration of a stopgap measure to extend funding into early 2022. That is, unless Democratic leaders agree to deny money to enforce the mandate. Because of the tight schedule and Senate rules that require unanimous consent to move quickly, the senators believe they'll be able to drag out the process well past midnight on Friday. That's when funding officially expires. We don't know how many Senate conservatives are publicly willing to follow through on the shutdown threat, but 15 signed a letter spearheaded by Senator Roger Marshall in early November that vowed to, quote, use all means at our disposal to block passage of a continuing resolution that doesn't stop implementation of a vaccine mandate. Technically, all they need is one senator in order to push past Friday's deadline, and several are already discussing this issue. One thing worth knowing, the group already has backup from the House. In a meeting Tuesday night, the House Freedom Caucus voted to pressure GOP leader Kevin McCarthy to take a harder line on the continuing resolution unless Democrats strip out funding to enforce the mandate. That's according to sources familiar with what happened. The last time the House passed a funding stopgap, 34 House Republicans backed the bill, and GOP leaders didn't whip against it. But the group plans to demand that GOP lawmakers stand firm this time around in supporting their Senate colleagues. Time for some game theory, let's play this out. The strategy, if it holds, means the government will likely shut down for several days, even if appropriators strike a bipartisan agreement to extend funding by the end of today. A Senate Democratic leader staffer told Playbook that without an agreement to truncate the timeline, the Senate would need at least five days to process the continuing resolution. That would mean a brief shutdown ending Sunday at the earliest, but possibly dragging into next week if a deal isn't reached today. The reason for the delay? The Senate can't begin the process of voting until the CR passes the House, and the House can't pass the CR until a deal is agreed to. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer appeared to nod to the possibility of trouble on Tuesday, seeking to preemptively blame the GOP in case something goes wrong. He told reporters, quote, to avoid a needless shutdown, Republicans will have to cooperate and approve the government funding legislation without delay. If Republicans choose obstruction, there will be a shutdown entirely because of their own dysfunction. Minority Leader Mitch McConnell predicted on Tuesday that, quote, we won't shut down, and he could make the case to conservatives that such a move would backfire on their cause. The issue came up at the Senate GOP lunch on Tuesday, we're told, and is expected to dominate another Republican lunch meeting today. Since the Democrats controlled the White House and both chambers of Congress, some conservatives think they can get Democrats to cave out of fear of being blamed. Other Republicans acknowledge to us that this is probably wishful thinking, especially because the party making the demands in past shutdowns shouldered the bulk of the blowback. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 9.30 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will receive the President's Daily Brief. At 12.35, Biden will deliver remarks on the supply chain. At 2.30, Biden will deliver remarks to commemorate World AIDS Day, launch the national HIV-AIDS strategy, and kick off the Global Fund replenishment process, with HHS Secretary Javier Becerra in attendance. Here's what's on the Vice President's calendar at 1.30. The Vice President will convene the inaugural National Space Council meeting. Press Secretary Jen Psaki and Anthony Fauci will brief at 1.30. The House will meet at 10 a.m. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and Fed Chair Jerome Powell will testify before the Financial 
Financial Services Committee at 10 a.m. Facebook whistleblower Francis Haugen will testify before the Energy and Commerce Telecom Subcommittee at 10.30. The Senate will meet at noon to resume consideration of the NDAA. One last thing before we get out of here, the Senate is close to axing paid family and medical leave from the Democrats' big reconciliation bill. Holdout Senator Joe Manchin wants to cut it and then craft a separate bipartisan bill on the issue with Republicans. That's a prospect the rest of his party considers an extreme long shot, considering that was also the game plan for election reform. That could essentially tank paid leave for decades to come. Alright, for more news on what's breaking in DC right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter at politico.com playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Rogu Munavalin. Have a great Wednesday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Wells Fargo is investing in hope and helping small businesses thrive. As part of their Open for Business Fund's roughly $420 million initiative, they're dedicating grants to nonprofits to help small businesses build equity in things such as storefront property, technology, equipment, and more, leading to a brighter future. Together, we can all bring hope to our communities. Learn more at wellsfargo.com impact.